0: Hello and welcome to The Top Story, a podcast with the headlines of the day, from our correspondents around the world. I'm Qi Zhi. Coming up in this edition, the trial for the first criminal case against former U.S. President Donald Trump will begin on March 25th in New York. Ecuadorian President Daniel Boa has approved a free trade agreement with China, and global leaders are set to address security priorities as to gather for the Munich Security Conference. We begin in North America. Next month, Donald Trump will become the first former U.S. president to face a criminal trial over the so-called money case. The trial will begin on March 25th in New York. John Terrett has more.
1: There are four criminal cases against former President Donald Trump. Among them, alleged election interference related to the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol taking place in Washington, D.C., alleged election interference in the southern state of Georgia, and playing out in Florida his alleged storing of secret documents at his estate in Mar-a-Lago. The fourth one, seen as more low-key, has just shot up the agenda. The New York State indictment against Trump involves his alleged falsification of business records to hide hush money payments to a porn star, Stormy Daniels, with whom the former president is alleged to have had an affair. Trump denies the allegations and says there was no affair. Thursday morning, the judge in that case set March the 25th for the trial to begin in New York, making it the first of the criminal trials to come to the fore. Trump is facing 34 charges. And there's been movement in other cases, too. Special Prosecutor Jack Smith is asking the Supreme Court of the United States in Washington to expedite the January the 6th case amid legal appeals from the Trump team, fearing the case will be swamped by the coming presidential election. And on Friday, a decision is expected in a New York civil case in which the state is attempting to shut down Trump's company, the Trump Organization, for falsely inflating property prices to allegedly secure better loans from the banks. The judge in that case has already determined that Trump and his team engaged in fraud. He'll decide now on intent and what penalties should be applied.
0: That was John Terrett in New York. Also in the U.S., three people, including two juveniles, are in custody after a mass shooting in the state of Missouri. The incident occurred at a parade on Wednesday celebrating the Super Bowl victory of the Kansas City Chiefs. One 43-year-old woman died and 22 others were injured, half of them children under the age of 16. Dan Williams reports from Kansas City. The
2: morning after yet another mass shooting debris and possessions strewn across the ground. An estimated one million people had gathered for a victory parade to revel in the Kansas City Chiefs' latest Super Bowl win. While the formal rally had ended, some players were still on a stage outside Union Station when gunshots rang out. and Chaos erupted. During a news conference thursday police said they believe the shooting stemmed from an argument
3: i want to stress that preliminary investigative findings have shown there was no nexus to terrorism or homegrown violent extremism this appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire
2: tony monson was recording video for a local production company he witnessed the whole thing
4: there was rapid popping multi shots were fired which It sounded like a roll of firecrackers. People were frantic and running around and people were pushing over each other. But Tony is hopeful the
2: community can rise above the tragedy.
4: This is a time that people can come together and people were together. And I think that in order to get through this, people need to come together and share their experience.
2: The shooting once again highlights the issue of gun violence in the United States. According to the non-profit Gun Violence Archive that tracks gun-related incidents, this was the 49th mass shooting in the US this year alone. Jan Le lives in an apartment overlooking the station.
3: Unfortunately, it's just everyday life in America here again. You know, we can't uh, get together as a group, as a as a city, to celebrate anything without the fear of having, you know, some type of shooting, mass uh, shooting, that affects all of our community. And now our community, um, you know, is hurting when it actually should be celebrating and, and relishing this huge victory by the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl.
2: This should have been a day of joy, a chance to unite and celebrate the incredible achievements of the Kansas City Chiefs. But that moment quickly turned to horror and despair. Now, this is simply just the latest scene of yet another mass shooting.
0: That was Dan Williams on the Kansas City mass shooting. In South America, Ecuador has become the fourth Latin American country to ratify a free trade agreement with China. Ecuadorian President Daniel Oboa signed an executive order ratifying the agreement. The deal with China aims to boost bilateral trade and Ecuador's economy. Nicholas Suarez reports from Quito.
5: With 76 votes in favour, 23 against and 35 abstentions, Ecuador's National Assembly ratified a free trade agreement with China, signalling a new era in economic cooperation.
6: We have the potential
3: to create more than 50,000 jobs with a growth of more than 32% in our exportable supply.
5: According to Ecuador's central bank, between January and November 2023, trade between the two countries amounted to more than 10 billion dollars. Under the trade agreement, ties will eventually be eliminated on nearly all of Ecuador's exports to China. This is the fourth deal signed by the Asian giant in Latin America after Peru, Chile and Costa Rica, reflecting China's commitment to fostering closer economic ties with the region. Daniel Legarda, a former minister, was involved in the free trade negotiations. The free
0: trade agreement is a main milestone in the bilateral relation, uh, especially in terms of uh, trade and investment and what the future can uh, accomplish with
5: this important tool. According to Ecuador's National Chamber of Aquaculture, Ecuador sold more fish and seafood to China than any other country in 2022. In fact, for every 100 shrimp that China bought that year, 70 came from Ecuador. Jose Antonio Camposano is with the country's National Chamber of Aquaculture. Practically 99% of the national supply will experience a reduction in tariffs in a very short time the trade agreement also builds spaces for the exchange of technical information. A large part of the investments that are permanently made in the country are intended to adapt our industry to serve the largest market in the world, which is China. Officials say the trade deal will lead to diversification of other exports to China, including agriculture. If the country
2: manages to do good foreign trade, a very broad panorama opens up. Even the quinoa produced by Ecuador would fall short. The possibilities will increase as long as the government promotes the planting of quinoa at rational prices for the exporter and teaches all people how to export, not just the
5: companies that currently do. As Ecuador enters this new economic chapter with China, strategic planning will be key to ensuring sustainable growth.
0: That was Nicolas Serres on the free trade agreement between Ecuador and China. In Europe, world leaders and policymakers are gathering in Germany for the Munich Security Conference, which runs through Sunday. Now in its 60th year, war and geopolitical tensions remain major issues, with Ukraine and Gaza topping the agenda. Natalie Carney spoke with a German scholar on the conference.
3: Every year, the Bayrischer Hotel provides an intimate setting for senior decision-makers and thought leaders to discuss the world's most pressing security issues outside traditional diplomatic channels. Unsurprisingly, Ukraine will again dominate the talks, but a possible change in the White House is raising concerns. In respect of the fact that uh, Donald Trump could be maybe re-elected in the US, uh, and
0: that there will be a U-turn in the foreign policy of the U.S. towards Ukraine. The European states in the NATO bloc should really think about their own security in terms of that they become more independent uh, from the U.S.
3: Donald Trump's threat to encourage Russia to attack NATO members who do not pay their bills just days before the start of the conference has called into question the transatlantic partnership and European security. The conference will also focus on the conflicts in Gaza and the Horn of Africa, in addition to broader issues like climate security and the impact of new technology. We have
0: to first set a common ground with material terms in order to bring Russia or Iran to a point where we can negotiate with each other. And then it's possible to negotiate on common terms.
3: The release of the annual Munich Security Report on Monday speaks of the lose-lose dynamics that are fostered when governments prioritize gains rather than global cooperation. In view of growing geopolitical tensions and rising economic uncertainties, the core mission of the three-day conference, now in its 60th year, to promote peace through dialogue, could not be more pressing.
0: That was Natalie Carney on the CS Munich Security Conference. Turning to the Middle East, Israeli special forces have raided Gaza's largest functioning hospital in an operation, they say, was to recover the bodies of hostages. Israel says the operation at a NASA hospital was based on credible intelligence from a number of sources. Hamas has rejected the Israeli claim, calling it a lie. Associated Press correspondent Elena barker has more.
6: The Israeli military has raided a hospital in Khan Yunus. The hospital is one of the few still functioning in the entire territory, and it had been sheltering. Thousands of Palestinians who had been displaced by the fighting earlier during the war. On Wednesday, the military ordered the displaced people who were sheltering there to evacuate. The majority of them did so, but it had said that the doctors and the patients being treated in Nasser Hospital could remain. During the night, however, there was a strike on the hospital. It hit one of the hospital's wards and the medical staff there said that one patient was killed and six were wounded in that strike. The military then moved into the hospital. It said it was operating on credible information that hostages had been held in that complex in the past and that the bodies of of some hostages could still be there the patients and the staff were moved into an older building where the staff have said conditions are very very difficult indeed now separately there have been ceasefire negotiations being held in cairo in order to find some kind of a solution to the conflict to see uh, a pause in the fighting a ceasefire in return for the release of hostages however these talks appear to have stalled now and the israeli prime minister and the israeli government is insisting that it will push on Rafah, a town in the far south of the Gaza Strip on the border with Egypt where it says remnants of Hamas are still fighting. Now this also is a town where the majority of the Gaza Strip's 2.3 million people are now sheltering. They are sheltering there because they were displaced by the fighting earlier during the war and they were under evacuation orders by the Israeli military. It's unclear where they will go. The Israeli military has said that it is working on an evacuation plan for the civilian population. But how long this will take to evacuate all these people, where they will go, still remains very unclear.
0: That was Elena Bacatouros in Jerusalem. In Asia, stats show China's railway network handled 230 million passenger trips for the first half of the 40-day Spring Festival travel rush until Wednesday. China State Railway Group reported over 15 million passengers alone on Thursday, setting a record for daily passenger numbers during the travel rush. Rail authorities have arranged more than 1,000 extra trains to cope with the passenger flow. In Hainan, a popular resort province in southern China, airlines are also increasing capacity to meet passenger demand. Dai Kei has more.
4: Now, When we talk about returning travelers, we're mainly mostly referring to those migrant workers who spend their holidays in smaller cities and towns, and now going back to uh, bigger cities and major cities like Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou, and Shenzhen. Now, to cope with that high demand, the national railway authorities have actually taken targeted measures, such as adding more trains on a daily basis and making it easier for travelers to switch between highways and airways as well as railways. Even before this holiday season began, we've learned from national transportation authorities here in China that they predicted a historic record of nine billion trips to be made and 80 percent of them uh, would be through self-driving. So that's why we also see highways in areas in Yanxi River Delta and Pearl River Delta as well as chengdu chongqing areas are experiencing high or heavy traffic.
0: That was Da Kai-Yi on the Sprint Festival Travel Rush here in China. Recapping the headlines, the trial for the first criminal case against former U.S. President Donald Trump will begin on March 25th in New York. Ecuadorian President Daniel Noboa has approved a free trade agreement with China, and global leaders are set to address security priorities as they gather in Germany for the Munich Security Conference. And that's it for this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports, and culture, you can subscribe to The Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news and magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Qi Zhi. Thank you for listening.